This is a Triple J podcast. Hack. Hey, it's Dave Marchese with the Summer Hack podcast. Happy New Year. New Year, New You. How is the celebration? Hopefully recovering, starting to feel a bit normal again. It is the time of the year of life, of the year when you start re-evaluating things. You're thinking, am I actually happy doing what I'm doing? you got a bit of time to reflect on where you're going in life, how you spend your time. Maybe you love your job, but you're sick of the grind wherever you live and you'd rather not be doing it there. If you could, would you mix it up and go do a stint somewhere incredible? A bit of a trip somewhere for a few months. A place where it basically never rains. It's dark during the day sometimes. At other times, the sun's shining right through the night. The sunsets are magical. People describe them as the most beautiful on earth. There's nothing, but there's everything. You're like, what is this magical place? Why are you being all cryptic? It's Antarctica, guys. One of the most remote places in the world. And people do go there for work. You're probably thinking of scientists going to look at the effects of climate change, animal experts to uh, study incredible animals, look at penguins or that sort of thing. But tradies go there. There's a lot of work that's got to be done on in Antarctica that a lot of people go there to do. And hack reporter April McLennan's been chatting with some young Aussies who are based there to find out what it is like switching it up and living on an icy continent. Icebergs, wildlife, sea ice that you start breaking through as you start getting closer and closer to the continent. The wildlife's just incredible. Penguins, whales, seals, all that sort of thing you see before you even arrive. Crossing over the wild Southern Ocean, 26-year-old Todd Schultz is telling me about his journey down to Davis Research Station in Antarctica. And then eventually you wake up to the sound of the ship breaking through ice and that's when station finally appeared in the distance and that would be our home for the next six to 12 months. Todd's from Murray Bridge in South Australia so it was a pretty big change for him to leave behind sunny SA and be thrown into sub-zero temperatures. In Antarctica it can range from about minus 10 degrees celsius on the coast to minus 60 degrees celsius at the highest parts of the icy landscape. You go through a period of a few weeks where the sun never goes below the horizon and I remember doing the I think 12 till 4 o'clock shift, so midnight until 4 in the morning. And I would have to wear sunscreen because the sun was still out and we were able to get sunburned. In winter, there's nothing else like walking to the workshop in the morning with auroras over your head, looking at the night sky during your working day. A winter season actually has 117 days where the sun doesn't rise. It's known as polar night. And Todd says Antarctica's got the best of both worlds because in the summer months, there's heaps of wildlife around. There's quite a few penguin rookeries around the place near Davis. Um, We also get a heap of uh, elephant seals that molt all their fur on the beach right in front of the station. So you can be eating breakfast in the morning and watching elephant seals play fighting on the beach. Thousands of tradies and thrill seekers apply to work in Antarctica every year. And Todd was lucky enough to land a job there as a plumber. But he says because there's only 24 people at Davis Station at the moment, they all have to pitch in and help with other jobs too. I'm also trained 
to be part of the fire team and search and rescue, but I'm also part of the hydroponics team to help grow fresh food while we're down here. I'm also the station photographer and a few other bits and pieces, but yeah, everyone gets sort of given some secondary roles um, to help with the community. Um, because there's only 24 of us, if something goes wrong, um, you can't just call a fire truck from around the corner because you are it. Australia has a few scientific research stations in Antarctica. Along with Davis, there's also Casey and Mawson, as well as one in the sub-Antarctic at Macquarie Island. I remember after I'd walked like 20 steps off the plane, I slipped just straight over on a bit of ice and landed on, on my back on my backpack, which was a cushioned landing, it was no problem, but that was quite embarrassing. Claire Moser is telling me about her first day arriving at Casey's station, where she spent the past year working as a chef. After picking herself up off the ground, Claire said they all piled onto the terror bus. Which is a special bus they have for driving on the snow on the special graded road back to station. And within 20 minutes of being on the terror bus, maybe less, it turned into a whiteout and we couldn't see anything. And it was fairly windy, it was maybe 40 knots. And we were all like, oh my God, what is this place we've come to? What is this shit? But it was exciting. I think it was an introduction to the real Antarctica straight away. Casey Research Station is almost 4,000 kilometres south of Perth, and it's the closest permanent Antarctic station to Australia. During the summer months, about 160 expeditioners pass through, but just over a dozen people stay on site over winter. Do you think you have to be like quite tough mentally to live somewhere like Antarctica for a year? Tough or resilient, because for me, all of the psychological stress I experienced was from living in a tiny community with people who you see every day and not being able to leave and see other people or get away from those people. And they're all lovely people, but living in a bubble does something to you. And I've found I had to be very resilient within myself. For Claire, her time living and working in one of the world's most extreme environments has been a life-changing experience. It's worth it for the, the experience in all its um, facets, whether that be experiencing the ice and the interesting weather and the penguins, or experiencing what it's like to live in a tiny community, isolated from the rest of the world, and not having to buy anything or commute or go anywhere or live uh, to the normal rhythms that everyone else has to live in the normal world. All of that is a worthy experience. Summer Hack on Triple J.